Sunday Night Live. Um, today we have with us Andrew McCarthy from uh, McCarthy's Parties in Newfoundland. And he's going to help us understand what there is to see and do when we're visiting uh, off of a cruise. To start with, my first question for you, Andrew, is if you're a first-time visitor, you come in on a cruise ship, what are the things that you really, let's say the top two or three things that you really want to do on your on your first trip to Newfoundland? I'd say the first thing you're going to want to do if you come through the entrance of our harbor, which is known, is renowned as the Narrows, the first thing you want to do is march up to the Basilica and give thanks for the fact that you got in here safely. <laughs> okay. And, and after we've said thank you, <laughs> then yeah. what do we want to do? Boy, I mean, you're in the Basilica. You got to have a look around, right? One of the things that you're going to recognize, uh, and look, it, it is a Basilica. It's a cathedral. It's Roman Catholic Cathedral at the top of the hill that was recognized by the Pope in 1955 as a Basilica, Right. You're going to recognize an extraordinary amount of wealth, wealth that's reflected in the architecture of the city, in the layout, the mentality, everything that goes with a, a port city and a, and a port city that was engaged not only in a, in a fishery that fed the world, but um, a, a, a whaling and a sealing industry that lubricated, provided the world with all of its energy. This was Dubai in the 1800s. And you're going to see evidence of that when you sail into this port. It's, it's, for, for most people, especially on a cruise ship, it's going, to be, it's going to be a little overwhelming. And when they get to that church, they are going to be given a lot of praise. And then they're going to be just, you know, what, what, what do we do next? What, what, what's first? Okay. So I'll let you answer that question. What's first? What's second? Well, what's and, and again, the, the beauty of cruising. And I mean, you know yourself, when it comes to cruising, I mean, you know, we get people from all over the world. They come from all walks. They have all sorts of interests. The beauty of St. John's is that no matter what it is that you're into, you're going to find something that is not going to just pique your interest, but it's really, really going to grab you and, and drag you into it. So, I mean, if you're into geology, right? I mean, it sounds like it's, you know, I mean, it's rocks, right? But when you come into the entrance of the harbor, there's one thing, the nickname of Newfoundland is the rock, right? It's one of the most fascinating geological structures on the planet. All the world's modern geological theory is um, proven here in Newfoundland. And of course, the beauty of the place is the fact that uh, because we were uh, a part of the Canadian Shield in the last ice age, Everything got scraped off the place, so all you can see is rock, <laughs> right? We have a beautiful geo center here. I mean, we joke about being the rock, but it really is a fascinating spot. The geo center is a geological interpretive site. It's an, it's an extraordinary building. It's designed to look like an iceberg. So the atrium is this beautiful glass structure. You look at it, and you say, "Geez, wow, that's a lovely building." Yeah, but that's only one tenth of the building. It's like an iceberg. It's like the the ice cube that's in your gin and tonic. You only see one-tenth of it. The rest of it is underneath the ground in this massive excavation. And they've done such a magnificent job of, of describing, again, our geology and the world's geology. If you're, you know, if you're into uh, the art scene, right, incredible live music here. There's wonderful theater here. There's so much going on, especially during the cruise season. <clears throat> and, and cruise season, of course, is, 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 is a little arbitrary because most of our cruises are repositioning cruises. Right, they're vessels that they're taking out of the Balkan. You know, they're 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 bringing them back and forth from the from the Caribbean. So we see our cruises in the spring of the year, and we see our cruise ships in the fall of the year. 
Okay, and I think we were there probably on a New England and uh, uh, Canada cruise That's out right. of Boston. I think we were right. when we were up there. Mm-hmm. So there's a and, and the one thing I'll say about that cruise is we, my wife and I loved the scenery. You know the oh, yeah. probably the only place that we've seen that we thought the scenery was as good. Now I, I haven't had the privilege of cruising in Europe. But we love Alaska because, again, when you're cruising, there's always something to look at. And that was one of the things we thought about the New England cruise as well. Sure, yeah. And and, and those New England cruises are beautiful. I'd imagine you'd be doing the fall colors is probably what you were doing, was it? Uh, yeah, in that time frame. So you're in there in the fall. Yeah, um, sure. So when you take somebody on a tour, let's, so let's say, again, I'm a, I'm a first-time cruiser. Sure. And I arranged with you guys to, to take our party on a on a tour. Where would you where would you take us? Let's say that we have five hours in port, for example. How would you how would you allocate up the time? So I mean, and a great great idea is to take an orientation tour with McCarthy's because you will get a a, a really great insight into the city. It's a three hour tour. We pick people up right on the uh, on the harbor front, right at the at the side of the boat. Uh, all the guides look just like me, talk just like me, act just like me. I mean, they're all homegrown, uh, terribly, terribly, terribly proud of their their province and, and in many cases, their country, right? Because one thing you got to remember when you're talking to me is I'm first-generation Canadian. My parents and a lot of our guides were born as Newfoundlanders, right? So... When they get on that on that coach with us, I mean, they're they're going to get a sense of the humor. They're going to get some real insights. It's not a question that they're going to ask. We're not going to have an answer to, right? Um, and and we've got some incredible things to show them. It is amazing what we can pack in three hours. We're going to visit Cape Spear, most eastern point of land in all of North America. At, at least if Donald Trump gets his way with Greenland. <laughs> exactly. I didn't say that out loud. Okay. I didn't say that out loud. But we do. We visit Cape Spear. It is the most eastern point of land in North America. Uh, we'll take people to Signal Hill. Signal Hill, which is uh, it, it's it's you know it, it's most uh, dominant feature is what you're going to see when you're cruising into the harbor. You're going to see Cabot Tower, an old signal house. Right. It, it, it is. This is a glacially carved harbor. There's only one entrance in. It's beautiful in terms of its protection from weather and from enemies. Uh, its only challenge is the fact that you can't see ships that are approaching. So we had a signal house. We called it Signal Hill and uh, Cabot Towers at the top there. Uh, 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 coincidentally enough, I, I was tempted to say ironically, but I don't think it's a, there's any irony involved here. But uh, uh, Marconi received the first transatlantic wireless message on top of that hill in 1901 received the first uh, wireless signal on signal hill it wasn't named for marconi named before that <laughs> but that's a great visit we visit kitty vitty we visit uh, petty harbor um which by the way you should probably know it's not actually called petty harbor right no more is it called cape spear right <clears throat> excuse me and um and it's not called Kitty Bitty either. Those are all names. It was originally called Petite Harbor. It was named by the French, right? But in Newfoundland, when you sound like me and you talk like me and you got a big thick tongue and a really flat ear, right? <laughs> I only have I only have five vowel sounds. Again, you got thirteen. I have five. We say a beer is a beer is a beer down here. You hear? Right? We don't say beer. 
or bear. I would say a bear is a bear is a bear down here. You hear? Yeah. So, quite a vida becomes kitty vitty. Petite becomes petty, or uh, becomes petty. Uh, Twillingate becomes Twillingate, and if you talk to Jimmy Kimmel, I don't know if you've been following him on the on the news lately. You can imagine what the pretty little islands in the bottom of Trinity Bay become. They're called Deal Doe. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, man. Uh, so yeah. there's lots to see, right? There's there's beautiful fishing villages, um, and 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 we'll do, you know we're we're going to show you the old architecture of the city. We're going to give you a, a real a real understanding of why Newfoundland is so important and how connected we are to really everyone in uh, on both sides of the Atlantic, right? I mean, we fed the world, right? John Cabot sailed over here in 1497, right? He was looking for spices, right? I always say he wasn't looking for me. He didn't jump out and say, hey, Newf, right? <laughs> he, he, he called them Indians. He was looking for India. Yeah. Right. He was looking for spices and they're using spices to preserve food because, I mean, cities have grown to such enormity at that period in our history. Um, you know, they, they can't keep livestock around. They can't. They don't even have water. That's when we perfect the uh, the beer. You go to the craft breweries now and all the craft breweries all across North America, they've all got one common denominator in Newfoundland. Right. Because Newfoundland gets discovered the same time we start drinking beer on mass. Right. <laughs> And we're still drinking beer. Uh, I, I see. Um, so, what? Tell me about the the food and beverage scene. In um, if somebody comes in off a cruise, uh, what, yeah, what we've, we've got. A, it's so funny, you know. Again, I, I was living out in Vancouver. I just moved home from Vancouver about five years ago. Um, the foodie scene in Newfoundland hit when I was living in Vancouver, and I was I was shocked. Right, like I said, boys, you haven't eaten at my mother-in-law's house. Let me assure you that. <laughs> and what I didn't realize is that uh, what the food world had discovered—and let's not kid ourselves—the the food world is starved for content. Right? I mean, we've come a long way from Wakwa Yan. Right? I mean, they have networks now to fill. And when they discover a place like Newfoundland that's culturally identifiable, right? That 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 that, that that's significant. And all of a sudden, these guys are eating. Cod tongues, right? And cheeks and britches and right. It, it wasn't how we prepared our food, it was what we were preparing, right? And what we were preparing were basically just alternatives to fish. Right. Like I said, John Cab came over here looking for spices and he found fish, right? Way more valuable than spice. He found the protein, the mother load, right? So the the food culture is 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 very ancient, but um, of late it's become really really chic because you got all of these crazy 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 kids that have access to so many wonderful infusions now, right? And whether those are fruits and vegetables that are imported from outside the island, because remember I told you all the soil is scraped off. The reason we have such great geology. The, the, the agriculture is not the best here. But now we can import all these wonderful fruits and things. But as well, we've just recently discovered that we actually have edibles in the woods. Right? There's been no consistency here in terms of any type of a population base. So, you know, for years and years, despite the fact that we've had an Aboriginal community here since 6500 BC, even that crowd don't know about the, uh, the edibles on the island. Right? I'm, five years ago, when I first home, I would have told you 
that Newfoundland is the only place in North America where you could die of scurvy. Now, <laughs> I honestly God, had no idea. And all of a sudden, our sister-in-law, actually my, my brother's wife, Lori, um, she starts wandering around in the woods, man, and she's picking chanterelle mushrooms. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing how much there is in terms of edibles that grow here naturally. And, of course, the edibles that we get here, because there's no agriculture, there's no pesticides, herbicides, insecticides. There's no industry here. We have no emissions. There's no effluent. There's no emulsion. There's no pollution here whatsoever. So what you're picking in the wild, buddy, I'm telling you now, the only thing fresher is the fish that we're getting under the water. So you, you combine some fish with some mushrooms and life's pretty good. Is it ever? Not those <laughs> magic ones, no. <laughs> we don't have those. Well, maybe you could import some, you know, that'd give you a cash crop. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, the one thing I, I've got to say, it just is it, kind of interesting because sometimes I listen to um, Canadian uh, comedy on the on XM radio, mm -hmm. and it seems like you guys get more than your share of the jokes and uh, by a mainland comedian. With, with, with all those newfie jokes, <laughs> we we write those jokes. Oh, you write them for them, do you? Of course we do. It's like I said to Jimmy Kimmel last week, buddy. Don't come here trying to be funny. Right, you take a notepad and just start writing, right? Because you got no material left. I said, This is the land of funny right here. The poor fella, I don't know if you saw any of his interviews, but he sent one of his buddies up and he was interviewing this fella, real round fella, right? You know, good, hardy, burly Newfoundland fella down the wharf. And when he asked him his name, he said it was Nog. And he said, Why do they call you Nog? And he said, Well, I don't look like a French fella, I do I. <laughs> right? And poor old Jimmy never even caught on to it. He was so focused on those pretty little islands in the bottom of Trinity Bay. <laughs> he skipped right over it. But yes, no, we have a great sense of humor. We have the best access to the material, right? These are, you know, Newfoundland is, you know, there was, before Confederation, there was 1,500 communities here. And every one of those commu communities, you know, <laughs> conveniently enough, um, certainly to our great fortitude, uh, they were all built basically around 125 to 250 people, right? And if, you, if, you're, if you've made any study, like if you've read that book, The Tipping Point, he talks about uh, Gore-Tex and the, the family and the business and how they recognize and identify that 125 to 250 is the ideal community. You know, everything about everybody within that community, you have that access to that kind of expertise. So, those are the size of the communities that you're coming from. And when we have that kind of access to expertise and when you're dealing with, you know, basically an entire community that looks just like me, you don't have to trouble yourself with the idea of insulting or injuring anybody on account of the fact yeah. that everybody looks just like me. Yeah. Right. So we make jokes at ourselves. We're, we're very self-deprecating. Right. And it's the easiest way. You'll never offend anybody if you're making a joke about yourself. So most of the Newfoundland jokes, the good ones, are made <laughs> up by Newfoundlanders. <laughs> My mother used to joke, we write them in books, sells them to you, crowd on the mainland, and we laugh all the way to the bank. <laughs> that sounds good. So now I, I do have a question um, because I, I see a lot of comments on, and I, I do a lot, I'm very active on uh, various cruise boards, and it seems like one of the things that everybody's looking for is a, a new place to go and, and drink while they're in port. 
So you have any good local bars? <laughs> any? <laughs> well, we, we like to refer, refer to George Street as the New Orleans of the North. Yeah, there's a lot of really, really, really great pubs. There's great bars. There's great restaurants. And they all have live entertainment. Right. And it's 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 so funny. Our our brother-in-law is a young fellow from Ireland, fellow by the name of Thomas Shannon. Anybody in Regina, Saskatchewan, you might want to check out check out Shannon's pub. <laughs> um, but Thomas laughs because he comes from Ireland, you know, and you think of the Irish music and the Celtic connection and the strength of that. And he's in Regina and he says, Andrew. I can't even do the Irish. Let me see if I can do the Irish accent. <laughs> and so he's just, there's no one out here can sing your set. We need you to send some people from Newfoundland to sing for us. <laughs> because there's, there's so many performers here. And um, and really good performers that, that again, that truly enjoy what they're doing. Right? They truly are like the old minstrels years ago. Like, they really, really enjoy what they're doing. They're really good at it. And, uh, and, and they want to make certain that people understand our music where it comes from, why it's important to us, and uh, why we hope they take it home with them. Well, very nice. Uh, so my, my last question for you is uh, for somebody that's traveling with a wheelchair on a uh, cruise ship, mm -hmm. um, if they get off uh, at the cruise port, uh, what, what is it that they can do there that's relatively easy and accessible for them? Yeah, I mean the the, the city of St. John's is 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 really quite accessible. Um, you know, there there are parts of this island that are definitely going to offer. Listen, they they're challenging me, right? I'm at that age, right? That it's getting to the point where it's challenging me right now. <laughs> it really is. Like a lot of our trails are not exactly built trails, right? They're 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 trails that have been trodden, trodden by hunters. The East Coast Trail. It's a hunting trail, right? Are those trails accessible, boy? You, you know, not 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 if you've got any form of mobility issue. But the city itself, and even like Cape Spear and the surrounding areas that we visit, yeah, I mean it's it's fantastic. You step right off the fort, you're right on the on the harbor front, the dock side. If you if you choose to just go independently, you're right on Water Street, and it's all level downtown, right? Now you're going to need someone to push you up the hill. And they're probably going to want to bum a ride back, so make room in your lap. <laughs> Who's staring? Who's staring this car today? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, there's they're, they're, the the shops are for the most part are, are quite accessible, and, and again, they're older buildings, right? So there are some challenges, but at the same time, it actually offers some great advantages. Because years ago, we used to have great big wide doors, right? So they can get into the shops. Uh, you know, Signal Hill, it's all done, and they're all fairly good uh, uh, paved pathways around there. You can make your way around without any challenges. You know, Cabot Tower itself, yeah, it's got a thousand steps. But there's also a, a, a bunch of really anxious young fellas and a really kind-hearted bunch of souls here. So if you can stand it, we can, right? Pony into it, and we'll log you up over the stairs. <laughs> Okay. Well, that um, at least it sounds like a lot of it would be work really well. Like I said, my wife, as we told, I talked before the show, you know, my wife travels with a wheelchair and she can, she's fortunate. She can walk some 
And it's yeah. just that she can't walk long distances and she has trouble sitting for a long time. Um, so f for somebody that isn't in, in a wheelchair, you said that Cape Fear and some of the places out of St. John are um, accessible. Uh, what about, uh, do you have a vehicle that you can accommodate a wheelchair, you know, if, if the person can get into the vehicle? Sure. Um, I mean, we have a, we have a, a fleet of uh, those transit, uh, four transit pulses. Now, look, don't get me wrong. I'm going to be, you're, you're going to be feeling my shoulder, right? For a greater portion of the day because I'm going to be leaning in. But yes, we can make things happen. Um, there are taxi cabs as well. And, and listen, taxi cab tours are a great bit of fun as well, right? Um, and, and there are taxis here in town that have, do. I mean, there's a lot of taxis that have the, uh, that, that have the uh, accessibility. You know, they, they have the ramps and everything there. Right, they're set up and they're geared up to it, and and there's go buses. I mean, you know, especially if you come with a crowd and you book something in advance, we can always make uh, certain accommodations. Listen, we're we're here to make things work. Right, twill do, as Mother would always say, <laughs> twill do. Okay, well, you know what? I, I really appreciate your time today, Andrew. Um, for everybody that's uh, on or listening on the replay, uh, first of all, if you have questions, you need to put them in the comments now. Or if you put them in the question in the comments uh, on the replay, I do watch the comments, and if I can't answer it, I'll, I'll forward the question on to Andrew so he can give you an answer about Newfoundland. Um, I will say that in the comments below, you'll find a link to Andrew's website, uh, uh, McCarthy's Tours. Excuse me, McCarthy's Parties. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that may describe the nature of your tour. <laughs> I, I think that'd be more than fair to say. Our mother borrowed the name. This is a family business. And our mother started this uh, 38 years ago, guys. You, I've capped the 50 mark. She started it when I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, oh, I've, I've lost my train of thought. Do not can. I was getting. I'm getting too funny. I'm getting. I'm getting funnier than Jimmy Kimmel now. <laughs> I ask you about oh, uh, McCarthy's parties. Sure. Yeah. No. The, the namesake. Yes. It's. Uh, it comes from the old Irish ditty. Right, everyone was hearty at McCarthy's party till someone punched Bologna in the nose. So it was a, it was an old ditty. It's a family name, and uh, it's funny. Yesterday's blog, I, I blog weekly, or at least I try my very best to. Uh, we we try to present it as a Sunday morning alternative. Nobody has the newspaper anymore. You want something to sit down to and enjoy your coffee with? We put up a blog every week about Newfoundland, and this week's blog was actually about the fact that uh, we only put 36 people on our bus uh, on a fit on a full-size 57 passenger bus and that's again to make certain that there's lots of room on that bus that people can stretch out that you know for getting on and off but really what it all comes back to was mother's definition of a good party and 36 people was the perfect number for a for a party right you had enough personalities on board that you're going to find like-minded individuals you always had a new seat mate. Uh, you could get on and off the bus. It never kept us from going to the best restaurants because sometimes they're a little small. Yeah. Right. And to this day, we still we book thirty six. That's our that's our passenger number. Ah, well, very cool. Yeah. Um, so I will. I'll, what I'll do is I'll link to your blog and your and your website. Uh, so that'll be in the in the comments down below. Uh, one of the things for those uh, that uh, that are traveling to Canada, there are some challenges if you have anything on your uh, criminal record uh, like uh, driving under the influence or some things so i'm going to put a link to a, a 
deal with that. It gives you some links to the Canadian uh, Immigration Service so that you can get your uh, your documents in order before you get there and, and get turned away and can't get off of this ship. Um, I appreciate everybody for joining us. And if you're, like I said, if you're watching on the replay, hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next Monday night. Thanks. That's it.